I'm Deb Gregory, and this is a Betwixt Podcast Meditative Moment. Prayers, Practices, and Blessings for Threshold Crossings. This episode is a repost of the Stations of the Cross meditations from Season 1 of the Betwixt Podcast. I'm reviving this series because we are in the midst of an incredibly liminal time. Not only are we facing pandemic on a global level, but we're also in the season of Lent, the liminal time in the church calendar where we journey 40 days with Jesus along the way of the cross. It's called the season of bright sadness, bitter joy, or affliction that leads to joy. As the COVID-19 pandemic and Lent intermingle, these words of Father John Breck feel all the more poignant. Bright sadness, he says, may be the most powerful and important experience we can know. It brings to our mind and heart in the most direct and personal way the ultimate purpose of our life and the object or end of our most passionate desire. It reminds us of who we are as beloved children of God, created in His image and invited to glorify and enjoy Him forever. That conflicted emotion of bright sadness is a blessed gift bestowed by the God who loves us with a love without limit. Because most of us are not able to physically go to a church or a monastery to walk the Stations of the Cross this year, I hope that these meditations will serve as a beautiful companion to you as we draw closer to Easter. So for the next two weeks, I'll plan to post one Station of the Cross meditation each day. And may they whisper in your ear the love of God, whose love is without limit. Now, the beauty of podcasting is that you don't have to listen at any certain time or place. And this is true of the Stations of the Cross as well. They can be walked anytime, not just during Lent. So feel free to return to these meditations anytime you feel that invitation toward the cross. And they can be walked anywhere. That's kind of the whole point of the Stations. The pilgrimage of the cross can be dated back to at least the 4th century. With the legalization of Christianity, devout Christians made their way back to the Holy Land, where they began walking what's known as the Via Dolorosa. But because only Christians with privilege and resource could make that Holy Land pilgrimage, churches around the world set up micro-pilgrimages in their local churches so that everyone could participate. These came to be called the Stations of the Cross. Now, over time, a host of extra-biblical legends and distorted teachings became entangled with the practice, especially during the Middle Ages. So why return to the way of the cross? For many Protestants today, following the Stations of the Cross, especially during Lent, comes with the recognition that the contemplative streams of Orthodox Christianity are much older than the distorted traditions of the Church during the Middle Ages. Christians in every age have engaged spiritual exercises which invite us to enter the story and to experience the journey with our mind, our heart, our body. Now, 
the meditations that I'll be posting through Betwixt, they veer slightly from the traditional Catholic Stations of the Cross, which contain extra-biblical traditions passed down through legend. While some of these legends may be mentioned, this devotional focuses primarily on the biblical texts which narrate the journey of Jesus. We begin with his passionate prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, and we end in another garden, the Garden of the Tomb, awaiting his victorious resurrection. Before his death, Jesus told his followers on more than one occasion that true discipleship requires us to take up our cross and follow Jesus. This is a liminal journey. The cross is the place of incredible paradox where everything is turned upside down. Heaven brought to earth, kingdom of light overturning kingdom of darkness, unclean made clean, profane made sacred, curse restored to blessing, death resurrected to life. And so, for the follower of Jesus, the way of cross is also a liminal journey. It invites us to lay down ourselves, our old ways, our burdens, our wounds, our dreams, our anxieties before the cross, to see them buried in the tomb in order that new life can come forth. Jesus said that a seed of wheat must first be buried in the ground and die in order for it to bring forth the life that will bear much fruit. And so these meditations will lead us to the cross of Jesus, and along the way, we will be invited to discern what we must take up and let go of in order to experience the fullness of life in Christ, a life that is redeemed from the curse of sin, sorrow, pain, corruption, perishability, death. The cross awakens a new Eden. It reminds us of who we are as the beloved children of God, created in His image and animated for His glory to enjoy His presence. And at the core is the message of love. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. And so as we engage the sorrow, the suffering, the violence, as we walk with Jesus toward darkness, we remind ourselves that there is no greater love than that which would lay itself down for others. This is our invitation, and so throughout the journey, we will conclude the meditations with a beloved prayer. Together we say, Jesus, you are the beloved. Jesus, I am the beloved. Jesus, we all are the beloved. Amen.